Junior Jewels. I'm Carly. And I'm Jess. And we are the hosts of Typical Tuesday Night, a, a Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift podcast. podcast. Hello and welcome back to Typical Tuesday Night. I'm Jess. And I'm Carly. And we're back for part two. If you haven't listened to part one, make sure to head back to last week's episode. But we're talking about Harry Styles songs. And there are a lot. Mm -hmm. So should we just jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, so last week we kind of broke them down into sections. So the section we're on right now are they're both kind of into some newer relationships and they're both looking back on the relationship, but also we're kind of getting some back and forth continuing. So there's a lot kind of coming up in this section. And the first song we're going to talk about is This Love and The Secret Message. This is a 1989 original song. So it has a secret message, which is timing is a funny thing. And for being a love song, it's actually pretty sad. It's so pretty and slow and like on the surface, it yeah. seems like just like a beautiful love song. Yeah. But when you really look at the lyrics, it's like pretty, it's pretty sad. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think, I mean, it talks about letting go of a love and being with someone new. Mm -hmm. And around this time, she started dating Calvin Harris. So that could be something. But also, Harry Styles was seen and connected with other people as well yeah, during this sure. whole time. So, And Taylor, which has been mentioned before, but, well, actually not mentioned before, it's coming up. Taylor, post-breakup with Harry, she might have been seeing people, but she kept it really under the radar. Yeah. It was really casual if she was, or maybe she wasn't. I don't know. But Harry was not. He was... Seeing people yeah. left and right, out and about, was it was not in hiding whatsoever. Yeah. This Calvin Harris was her first like main relationship that was like public and yeah. kind of like a bigger committed deal. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about Wonderland. I feel like Wonderland is a really cool perspective of an overview of the whole relationship up to this point. She kind of starts from the beginning where people tell her, don't rush into things. I love that the lyric goes, didn't you flash your green eyes at me? That's another reference. She frequently talks about his green eyes. Um, and they thought that it could keep going. Like they had hope for it. Um, but it just like it says, and we pretended it could last forever, but they knew it wasn't going to. Yeah. I love the line, and life was never worse, but never better. Yeah. And that is... That describes their relationship really well. Yeah. Um, also, it said, like, you search the world for something else to make it feel like what we had. And I think that's also telling. Mm -hmm. He's... I mean, that's kind of why we put this song in this section, is multiple times he, like you said, was out seen with other people, and it's you can tell he was searching for something yeah it makes you wonder like was harry just like uninterested in a committed relationship or was there something specific with him and taylor that like mm. made it so that like it just wasn't possible for them like what, yeah what, what was what it was it yeah. like why was was it too real so he was scared of it yeah which we do see a lot of in the lyrics. Yeah. It was almost like it was more 
she was more invested than he was. Yeah. I wonder if, you know, at the age he is and the stardom that he has and all that, like, it would be kind of scary for him to be like, oh my gosh, I really like this girl. But like, is it, am I really already going to like be with the one? Like, is that really for sure story? Yeah. Like that could be a little confusing for him, I'm sure. Well, and I kind of wonder if that's why, um, and we'll get into this a little bit why they started to kind of be in secret, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it was just too hard to be so public. Yeah. So the next song is I love you. And it's actually sung by Alex and Sierra, but it was written by Harry. Yeah. And I feel like it just gives off the vibe of Harry still thinks about her. Mm -hmm. And he, it's so interesting that it's so like removed. Like it's, a song Harry wrote for someone else that's singing it, but yeah. it still has very directed lyrics towards oh, yeah. Taylor. Um, he says, because I love you more than I th- than you think I do, and I love you now you don't want me to. Oh. And then he says, for a week and 13 days. <sighs> oh my gosh. Like, a week and 13 days. Yeah, like, come on. Who are you talking about? And then he says, I didn't come back and I wasn't there. Like, literally, I say he says. I mean, mean, but yeah. But every time I try to fight it, everything turns out wrong. Maybe if I got my timing right, I wouldn't end up alone. Like, those are just so descriptive. Oh, absolutely. The relationship. And then it really goes back to what we were talking about at the end mm -hmm. of last week's episode with like, all you had to do was stay. And the fact that he said, like, I didn't come back. Yeah. She's like, I wish you would, but he's like, I didn't, I wasn't there. Uh, 13 reference, man. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So the next song we're going to talk about is another Harry song. This is one. This is a one direction song. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And this song makes it seem like it's all just for the hooking up, basically. Yeah, kind of. And he says things like, I'm not the perfect guy, but there are things that I am good at. Like, And he also, there's like a lot of the overarching themes in the song that we've talked about previously, yeah. like hotel rooms, secret hookups, writing songs about him, midnight drives, loving, loving from time to time. And those all reference things with Tim and Taylor. Yeah. So. I remember when this song came out, I was a big One Direction fan too. Um, and I remember there was a lot of chatter when this song came out that it was about Taylor. Yeah. And I think especially the part that says, um, and if you're looking for someone to write your breakup songs about, Baby, I'm perfect. Yeah. And that was really telling back then. But now that we've gone over this, there's even so many more parts like the midnight driving, like you mentioned, cameras flashing every time we go out, mm-hmm. um, hotel rooms, secret rendezvous, all those things that you mentioned that I did not realize. I mean, when was this written? 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay. So, style, I feel like this is a big summary of how Taylor Swift felt again and it has a secret message and that is her heart belonged to someone who couldn't stay which i mean 
is very telling of how she felt. Yes. And I feel like the song style is one that's kind of misunderstood. And it was misunderstood by me for a really long time. I've known for a long time that it's probably about her styles, but Taylor, Taylor's really good at writing like kind of breakup type songs or like songs that should be sad, but sound upbeat, like it's different and songs like that. And I feel like style is one of those because it's so fun. Oh yeah. It seems so lighthearted, but when you really look at it and if you know the background, yeah. then you know, it's not totally like surface level. It yeah. is, but deeper, it's not so much like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have those same themes that we've been talking about driving around at night in secret. We haven't heard from each other in a while. Oh, we're going off and on again. Yeah, it just is crazy to see it. And I think one of the other big things is I love the part where she describes their looks and personalities. You know, like you've got that James Dean daydream look in your eye. And I got that red lip classic thing that you like. That was such a red Mm -hmm. era vibe. And that's when she was dating him. Yeah. Also the part where she goes like, you got that long hair, slick back, white t-shirt, which was so... Harry Styles in the moment. And I got that good girl faith and a tight little skirt. And I mean, in an earlier song too, she was talking about, oh, it was question. And she was talking about, oh, I'm the good girl. You're the sad boy. So I feel like a lyric in style that people, because on paper, Taylor and Harry's relationship was so short. Yeah. Any song written about him is probably assumed to be during the relationship. I think that's like a misunderstood thing because obviously there was so much time after that, that they were on and off again. And this is one of those. And didn't you say that you found out that style was actually one of the last songs Uh written for 1989. Yep. So that's like way post breakup. And Oh yeah. Basically this song is saying like, we never grow out of style. The back, it, it plays into the back yeah. and forth storyline and the lyrics that I feel like are sometimes misunderstood is when she says you've been out and about with some other girl he says what you heard is true but I can't stop thinking about you and I said I've been there too a few times people think like that means that he cheated yeah and she was just thinking about him yeah you know it's just that part that she was it was just that part where she's been there a few times. Yeah. Not what I think you're going to get into that. She was also out and about with other people. Yeah. Because they weren't together Mm -mm. for this song. Like this is after the fact they still see each other every now and then, but like, they're not committed to each other. He's seeing other people. She's seeing other people, but they're always thinking of each other. Yeah. You know, Okay, I think this is really interesting. Taylor Swift said the song Style is about that one person who would interrupt your wedding. And we have a quote about it, and I think you should read it. I'm going to read it because it's it's so interesting. Because it's funny that she's willing to say this because even though she doesn't come out and say who the song's about, we all know the song's about Harry Styles. Especially this one. Yeah. I mean, you flat out said, you flat out called it Style. Yeah. So Taylor said, style is actually about those relationships that are never really done. 
She said, you always kind of have that one person who you feel like might interrupt your wedding (laughs) and be like, don't do it. We're not over yet. I think everybody has that one person who kind of floats in and out of their life and the narrative is never truly over. Like what? Oh my God. (laughs) I mean. What an interesting thing to say about somebody though. That means you're thinking about them pretty far in the future. Yes. Like one day when I'm getting married, he's going to be the one that comes and interrupts my wedding. Yeah. Could you imagine? Honestly, I love Taylor and Travis so much. I can't believe you're going to say this. I know. Are you going to say it? I am going to say it. I love Taylor and Travis so much. But after doing all this research on her and Harry, I can tell so much that like, he was her true love. Like he really was her true love. And I really think she was his true love too. I really do. So wild. And I'm not going to lie. If Taylor and Travis actually got married and Harry interrupted it, I would be here for it. (laughs) Could you imagine? No. I mean, that would just be wild. If we thought, Karma is the guy on yeah. the Chiefs broke the internet. I'm sorry. Nothing would ever beat Harry Styles oh. interrupting Travis and Taylor's weddings. Wow. The songs. The songs we would get. The songs we would get. Speak now, Harry. Yeah. Speak, speak now. now. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So I know places really shows me that they're saying, let's do this but in secret. Yeah. And the secret message for this one is, and everyone was watching. And I mean, it just goes to show they purposely were hiding their relationship. Yeah. I think my favorite thing with the song is like I said in previous episodes, I didn't pay attention a lot to like the pop culture, the like in real life stuff with Taylor. I loved her music, whatever. So for me learning more about her relationship with Harry and the song when I used to hear this song, I just thought it was talking about her dating someone in secret because it's hard to date in the public eye, which yeah. is true. Yeah. But knowing all the background and now knowing that this is actually a post Taylor and Harry relationship song about them yeah. dating in secret. Oh, yeah. That just makes it way better. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really like she's saying, hey, everybody, guess what? We've actually been dating just secretly and nobody's known about it yeah Ah. well and i think it also goes to show their love their love is really fragile so almost why should we be seen yeah like we're such in a fragile state let's just keep it secret because i think doing it in public you get a lot of other people's opinions yes you know and i mean she says the secret message and everyone was watching Mm -hmm. You get the paparazzi, you get just the fans, you get people in general, media making things up. And the first line, love's a fragile little flame. It could burn out. How, where they're two of the biggest pop stars. Yeah. How are they supposed to date in the public eye and how is it ever supposed to work? Also, it goes at the end, you know, for me, it's always you. Oh, when she says that. Once again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just connects right back. So, so the next song is Wildest Dreams, which is basically what Taylor wants Harry to remember about her. 
The secret message is he only saw her in his dreams. And I feel like this is kind of about one of their secret meetups. She's starting to realize that this is probably not going to last forever, but she starts thinking of how she wants him to remember her. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually found out this was apparently rumored, but then also debunked to be about Alexander Skarsgård while they were shooting the Giver movie. So she actually talks about this song is like her new way of viewing a new relationship. And I thought that was kind of interesting. She talks about how her old way of viewing relationships was this is going to end. It's doomed. This is crappy. But what she wants to start thinking when she's dating somebody is even if this doesn't last, I hope they remember all the good parts. Wow. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, I love that this song also describes Harry like physically, like yes. he's so tall and handsome. Um, and again, with the driving out of the city. And no one has to know what we do. Yeah. His hands are in my hair. Those hands again. So good. So the next song is a Harry song. And this is about how Harry is having regrets. And honestly, we're going to get on a pretty big kick with that with yeah. the next few <laughs> Harry songs. Um, you can tell Harry is really in his feelings. So the song is called Olivia, which is interesting. I wonder how he picked that. She has a cat. I was literally just going to say, do you think that's why? And I'm like, that would be hilarious if that was it. Also, side note, I found out last week that Meredith is worth like $93 million. Has like a net worth of like $93 million. What does that even mean? I don't know. How is that even possible? But apparently on some website does that go that like talks about so cats. does that mean Meredith is like an asset of hers? Is that like I think part of how she's a billionaire is like her cat's worth $93 maybe. million? Dollars? <laughs> Apparently, because I think Meredith was in a commercial. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. so I think that's how they are determining that. <laughs> but I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, we're really talking about this right now. That we're is- talking about how much Taylor Swift's cat's net worth is. That is hilarious. And it's- A huge net worth, way higher than anything I'm ever going to (laughs) have. So some of the lyrics from the song that Harry is kind of saying that gives Taylor vibes is, remember the day when we were, when we've given up, when you told me I didn't give you enough. This next part is an extremely reoccurring theme that I think we're going to see a lot going forward in the next the rest of the songs um this isn't the stain of a red wine i'm bleeding love wine and stain is gonna be in multiple songs coming up and so the fact that he says that in the song to me is one of the most telling that it's about taylor yeah and he says i'm bleeding love please believe me don't you see the things you mean to me? Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, Olivia. I mean, it's kind of wild because for the longest time, she just wanted him to say yeah. that he loved her. And now he has this song 
That's that over and like, over and over says he's it. He's saying, I live for you. I long for you. I love you. And I just found that very interesting. He yeah. seems like he's having a lot of regrets. So oh, absolutely. Well, let's jump into the next section, which is all about the relationships over. And now they're both kind of looking back yeah. retrospectively. And the first song we want to talk about is Clean. And I feel like this is the song where everybody's now realized and Taylor has realized I'm, I'm over this. Mm-hmm. Like I've moved on. I think, doesn't she say she was in London and realized like I'd been there for a day and hadn't even thought of him. Yeah. I think so. so I just think, you know, it's realizing you're over somebody that you never thought you would get over. Yeah. Which has got to be an amazing feeling. Uh, the secret message for this is we've talked about this before. One of our favorites. But it's, she lost him, but she found herself, and somehow that was everything. Yeah. And, so good. I mean, she says, like, it's interesting because the song, I give, I feel like gives parallels to, like, getting, becoming, like, sober. Like, yeah. Getting to that stage where you're sober. Which, obviously, like, with their background and how back and forth it was, it yeah. was, like, Kind of like a drug, like an addiction, like a yeah. thing you just a thing that you just kept going back to, even yeah. though it wasn't good for you. Yeah, and um, it's a good way to look at it. Yeah, and she says, 10 months sober." I must admit, just because you're clean doesn't mean you don't miss it. Ten months older, I won't give in. Now that I'm clean, I'm never going to risk it. So yeah. she's basically like, "I need to just like for my own good, like I need to be done." And another part in the song, she says the drought was the very worst. She also says something about 10 months, like yeah. 10 months and um, the drought was the very worst. And so like, she's saying like, it's been really hard to like stay away and keep my yeah. distance. But like, I know I have it's to do this. For, it's the best thing for me. Yeah. And then here we are. <laughs> wine stained dress, <laughs> like a wine stained dress. I can't wear anymore. So they both multiple times yeah. are going to mention wine stained dress, shirt, some yeah. kind of clothing. Well, and I think the beginning of the song, it was months and months of back and forth. Yep. Which, oh, hey, <laughs> that's not what we realized <laughs> Feel, initially. Just when what we've been talking about yeah. for the last hour and a half. But I mean, it's really interesting because when I first heard this song, I didn't really think anything of it connected to Harry. No, I didn't. Because I didn't realize that they had gone months and months of back and forth. Exactly. I thought they dated November and December and called it good. Yep. Me too. So it's like I'm hearing these songs for the first time all over. Oh, yeah. Because I'm looking at them with like a whole new perspective. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited for this next song. Also, I'm just going to apologize. My voice is leaving me. It really is. Like, I'm starting to hear it now. For whatever reason, I'm like, I haven't been sick. I haven't been at a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. Like, unfortunately. Unfortunately. (laughs) All of a sudden, my voice, and it started to happen before we started podcasting. So it's just out of the blue. I apologize. My voice is going. But regardless, very excited for this next song. Because it is jam packed, and we've been. This is probably the song that made us the most excited. Oh yeah, to jump into all of the Harry Styles stuff, and that song is "Is It Over Now," which is a new vault track from 1989 Taylor's version, it's and my it favorite. it tells us so 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 much. Yeah, 
So what we're going to do is we're just going to go basically line by line. We're going to try and go through it quick, but there's just so much that we felt like this would be the best way to do it. So once the flight had flown, I mean, once again, let's paper airplane it Yeah, right there <laughs> with the wilt of the rose. Rose gets mentioned a lot or like rosé. Rose is specifically mentioned in clean, like the wilting of a rose. Yeah. I slept all alone. You still wouldn't go. That is. I wow. I actually haven't really picked up on that until just now. And like everything we've been talking about, that's a loaded two lines. Oh, absolutely. I slept all alone, but she's also basically saying like, but he was there. Yeah. It just goes back to the whole, like, I, I left because you wouldn't be like, yeah, you were going, but you wouldn't actually leave. So I I just did. Yeah. Dang. And then let's fast forward to 300 takeout coffees later, which didn't you say that 300 takeout coffees equals about 10 months, which is in reference to like 10 months in clean, Mm -hmm. which is fun. And then I see your profile and smile on unsuspecting waiters. I don't really know. I don't totally understand that one. I think, is it kind of just like, to me, it's kind of like he's, kind of unintentionally like flirt with everybody yeah i from when i've from what i've seen online people make it one of two ways so either he was kind of flirting with just everybody Mm -hmm. or the second option was you you know when you're out and about and you see somebody because they're on your mind but it's not them yeah so does she see Harry just randomly at like the waiter and mm-hmm. like does a double take almost? Okay. Oh, like, oh yeah, no, that's not Harry, oh, but you kind of look like yeah, Harry or I whatever. And I think that way actually relates to which something we'll talk about later. The song, the one mm-hmm. where like, I thought I saw you at the bus stop. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So kind of cool. And then you dream of my mouth before it called you a line trader. I love that line so much. I know. You search in every maiden's bed for something greater. I think this is like this and the upcoming lyrics are a little bit what like miss, like people have been a little bit misled into Uh thinking like he cheated. I'm not Mm -hmm. necessarily saying I know he didn't cheat, but um, like obviously they he has said in multiple songs, maybe we haven't said them yet, they're coming, that he makes promises and he can't keep them. Yeah. And so I'm sure that that lying trader line comes kind of comes from that. And then you search in every maiden's bed for something greater, which Oof. isn't necessarily like while they're dating. Oh, yeah, no. But he's like looking out looking for like a new love that's better than his whatever he has with the for sure and that line also reminds me of the one direction song called something great mm. which is basically just about searching for a new relationship yeah which i thought was interesting the connection there that is interesting so the next part says baby was it over when she laid down on your couch which there's that couch reference again mm-hmm. because in another was it out of the woods we were lying on your couch mm-hmm. so now it's I was lying there. Oh, now someone else is. Was it over when he unbuttoned my blouse? Come here. I whispered in your ear in your dream as you passed out. Baby, was it over then? And is it over now? 
And this wow. sure is when people, I've seen people online. They're just like, oh my gosh, he cheated on her. She cheated on him. And as we've seen from everything we've talked about, yeah, this song to me, is it over now, is so much like, obviously they've had so much back and forth. They have never really felt like they've had closure. Yeah. So they're just like, is she's in the song she's essentially listing out all these different times like it could have been been the last time yeah yeah and so she's saying like when someone else laid down on your couch and it wasn't me was that was previous time like the last time that we were together like moving on yeah is when a guy was unbuttoning my blouse like when you were like i can't do it anymore yeah you know and then we get into a few more listed <laughs> listed times that could have been over where she says when you lost control red blood white snow which is a reference to out of the woods and the snowmobile accident was it over then like i'm sure that was kind of like oh a, yeah you know a big thing that happened for them blue dress on a boat iconic iconic of literally the when they did photo break up of her when yeah. they did break up and then your new girl is my clone, which. And we mentioned this in the relationship one yeah. two weeks ago. But if you, I can't even remember her name, but the girl that he dates after her is mm-hmm. very similar to her. Yeah. The blonde hair, the yep. blue, blue eyes. eyes. Yep. And. Um, and then he go, or she goes, and did you think I didn't see you? There were flashing lights. Which also kind of gives me I know places vibes. Mm-hmm. Just she mentions flashing lights. At least I had the decency to keep my nights out of sight. Only rumors about my hips and thighs and my whispered sighs. Wow. Okay. I want to talk about this line really quick. Because I, the first time I heard this, I heard whispered sighs as in S-I-Z-E. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was really interesting because, because that also fits. It's probably an intentional play on words. And I kind of wonder if it is. Yeah, I bet it is. I mean, she's pure genius, so she would. Yes. But people were frequently talking about how she looked mm-hmm. and her size. For sure. But the fact that then she can add in my whispered size, mm-hmm. there we go again with whispering. Yeah. I just, this song to me is so freaking incredible. It's just jam packed. Yeah. She goes on to say, Oh Lord, I think about jumping off of very tall somethings just to see you come running. Yeah. Gosh. Wanting to do something super drastic. To have him come. Because she knows he would. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. And she goes on and say the one thing I've been wanting which test time yeah. what does she want him to say i love you yeah. but no oh my goodness it's just crazy and then she says let's fast forward to 300 awkward blind dates later if she's got if she's got blue eyes i will surmise that you'll probably date her which is kind of a call back to style and even just previously in the song and in uh, I keep wanting to reference songs that are coming up. Oh yeah. More to come from <laughs> Harry. Um, Harry basically straight up admits 
that. Um, <laughs> she dates people that look like her. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to let you read this part because I know this is one of your favorite lines. It really is. <laughs> so it goes, you dream of my mouth. I mean, we've done this part, but you dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor. You search in every model's bed for something greater. Yeah. And I just love how it went from maiden to, to model. model. Mm-hmm. Because I think at the beginning, it was kind of just maidens, women. And then after they initially broke up, the next couple people, it was models. Yeah. I was like, dang, way to call him out. That is one of, (laughs) that's one of my favorite things about her specific, like, songwriting styles is she makes those subtle switches in verses pretty often. And it really makes the song. Oh, absolutely. It's so good. Wow. So. Wow, 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 wow. That was a lot. It but was. it's so good. And it really just, I love how in-depth it is. It made me, when I first heard it, it made me look at everything with them in a totally different way. And I was like. Oh, yeah. We gotta, we gotta look. We have to deep dive into this. This is way bigger than I thought it was. And it's just, it is just a really good song. It's catchy. It's fun. It's upbeat. But like you said, the way she uses certain words is just unreal. Yeah. Okay. I'm super excited for this next song too, because this was one that was unexpected by me a little bit. Yeah. And, um, it kind of took me by surprise, but it's called Maroon. And this is a midnight song from Taylor. And I just, I don't know. It's funny because I know that the Midnight's album, she specifically said, like, these songs are written about things that have kept her up at night. Yeah. So, like, in my head, I know that, like, those songs aren't all necessarily about Joe. Yeah. But... Some that I didn't know who they were about, I just assumed were about. Okay. If yeah. that makes sense. Uh-huh. But now with all this background on yeah. Harry and now I'm re-listening to Maroon, I'm like, Maroon is about Harry. Harry. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I do feel like it is a much more mature way of looking back on the relationship than any of her other songs. For sure. Which I don't blame her. She's much older. She's much more mature. She's had a lot more years too kind of look back on it but i think it's kind of cool because the beginning of the song we kind of get to see into what one of their like nights and mornings was like mm-hmm. it says like when the morning came we were cleaning incense off your vinyl shelf because we lost track we lost track of time again laughing with my feet in your lap like you were my closest friend which that whole friend yeah vibe comes right back yeah. into it and then she mentions again burgundy and wine splashing she said the burgundy on my t-shirt when you splashed your wine into me which just that's like what the third time now yeah that we've had that reference yep and um i also this part gives very like the calvin harris vibe stuff Uh to me when she says and how the blood rushed into my cheeks so scarlet it was maroon the mark you saw on my collarbone the rust that grew between telephones Mm -hmm. like it was kind of like you see that i'm with this guy that like and you're not very happy about it and now like we're not we're not talking yeah like i don't think i've ever recognized that yeah 
in that sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I really just need to, I mean, I've been listening to that playlist since you created it, Yeah. but now even just talking through it again, I feel like I need to go listen to it more. Yeah. It's, this one is good. I love this in the sense that it's like hairy. Yes. The last thing I want to mention is sobbing with your head in your hands. And I just feel like that was one of the first times that we have seen Harry show a lot of emotion in one of her songs. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it's her, like almost in desperation, like asking him to do something or feeling so upset. And he just is always the one that acts so cool and like chill. But that's the first time. I mean, when you're sobbing with your head in your hands, that's pretty intense. Well, and the interesting thing, too, is the line right after that says, ain't that the way shit always ends? Yeah. Which, it's like, maybe so he, did that happen he does get times? upset. Yeah. Like, he really, he struggles, I think he struggles with this a lot more than, than we he, were let on. We were let on, believe. he puts off. Yeah. Until we get into more of his songs. and the, his, Yeah, and now we're, like, starting to realize. A little bit more obvious, but. Let's move on to one of his songs. Yeah, Woman by Harry is kind of showing some jealousy. And he kind of gets into knowing that he can't keep his promises. And some of the lyrics that he says to go along with that are that he's like, I'm selfish, I know. This this is a very Calvin Harris song. Mm -hmm. Like, that he's jealous of her being with Calvin Harris. He says, but I don't ever want to see you with him. I'm selfish. I know I told you, but I know you never listen. I hope you can see the shape that I'm in while he's touching your skin. He's right where I should be, but you're making me bleed. So he's basically like, I hate that you're with him. Yeah. That's where I should be. Which is like pretty unfair. Oh, absolutely. It's unfair. (laughs) Multiple times, all she wanted him to say was, yeah, stay, like, I'm coming back to you. I love you. But, I mean, I think a lot of times people, when they're in relationships like that, they don't see what they don't have till it's gone. Yeah. Or what they have till it's gone. And I feel like this song is probably very, like, he's really realizing that, like, Okay, so this next song is one of the probably most well-known songs from Harry to supposedly be about Taylor. And I mean, first two lines, give it away. So, oh, absolutely. <laughs> read us I the mean, first two out, lines. Same lips red, same eyes blue. Same white shirt, couple more tattoos. I mean, like, it's basically style. <laughs> oh yeah, his version. You know? Yeah. It's like insane. Like, how can you not be like, this is about Taylor Swift? Yes. And sorry, I did not say the name of the song. Oh, yeah. The name, the name of the song is Two Ghosts by Harry Styles. And so it continues on to say, but it's not you and it's not me. Tastes so sweet. Looks so real. Sounds like something that I used to feel, but I can't touch what I see. So... I think my favorite line in that is it's not you and it's not me because kind of the theme with their relationship is, you know, they just, it's not that necessarily 
either of them are doing something that's like obviously wrong. They just can't quite get it right and can't get synced up in their relationship. Well, yeah. And I like, so the chorus part is we're not who we used to be. And I think that's a big key too that we've talked about is continually it was, they were a thing and now they're off again. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. we can't go back to how we were. Yeah. So he says, we're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me. And I think that's like a really interesting way of putting their relationship when they aren't together. Because Mm -hmm. we knew that they both wanted to be together. And I feel like that's kind of how you feel when you want to be with somebody. It's like you can see it. We're just two ghosts standing there in the place of you and me. Like we should both be there. We should both be together, but we're not. So another way this could be taken too is that, so if you think about their relationship, you know, they dated and then they broke up and then they were on and off, on and off unofficially for probably, you know, what do we think? A year and a half, two years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, up until she dated Calvin Harris, at least. Yeah. And so that with that line, you know, towards the end of their back and forth before she started dating Calvin Harris, it's like they're trying to make this work and they remember the love that they had and they're still like kind of feeding off that. But it's like almost him realizing that um, they're just different than they were before and they're like standing there together and, you know, they're just kind of like shells of their old selves Ooh, together. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. His are a little more like poetic it, and that, not more mm-hmm. poetic than Taylor, but in that like Taylor is more a lot of times straightforward. Yeah. His seems a little bit more abstract, I guess is what I'm trying to Absolutely. say. Yeah. No, that's a good way to say it. So let's talk about verse two really quick. Cause I think that's the other big part. Um, so those lyrics go, the fridge light washes this room white moon dances over your good side. And this was all we used to need. So again, you know, going back to how they used to be. Do you want to read this next part? Yeah. Tongue-tied like we've never known, telling those stories we already told because we don't say what we really mean. Which I feel like, you know, kind of like I was saying before, it's like they're together and they're hanging out and they're trying to, you know, chat. And because, I mean, they've talked about how they seemed like, you know, like almost like best friends and like really close and they're kind of almost feels like they're in a stage where there's almost like an awkwardness and they don't know what to say to each other and so they're like making small talk and it's just like what are we doing here yeah well and i even think that last line because we don't say what we really mean goes back to a lot of songs we've talked about where either taylor is saying just tell me to stay or tell me to like you love me and it's you almost know that Harry wants to say those things, but he's almost reserved a little bit. And so right here, he's saying like, we don't say what we really mean. We don't actually go forward and say those things that we want to. Mm-hmm. And so now we're just kind of like stuck here. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so good. Yeah. That one, honestly, when you told me to look at this one, that first stanza 
same lips red, same eyes blue, same white shirt, couple more tattoos. I was dead. <laughs> like, absolutely. I was like, uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> Style 2.0. So, so Taylor. I love it. This next song is really cool because it's a Harry song, but it's an unreleased song that was leaked and people kind of wonder if it was leaked on <laughs> quote unquote purpose by yeah. Harry. It's a very descriptive song and has like a ridiculous amount of Taylor Swift references <laughs> in it. And um he like talks about how he's jealous over someone Taylor seeing. He's missing her. He mentions songs that she's written about him. He's reminiscing a lot. Some of the lyrics that are kind of key. I mean, I love this one. There's always two, the one who stays and the one who's leaving. Yeah. Which I feel like really connects with their story. A lot of the songs she's written too. Because it doesn't necessarily say that those people are the same. It's saying like one of them is always the one that's wanting to stay and one is the one that's wanting to leave, but it's not always necessarily the same person. And then um, he's basically saying like, I don't want to hear about him in these songs you continue to write. So he's saying, like, I if you're going to write songs about him, like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I was with you when you wrote that line. It was me that you had on your mind, which she has specifically <laughs> said in a quote that 1989 was an interesting album because she was writing songs about someone else and got their opinion yeah. on the song. So that's crazy. totally about yeah. her. Oh, yeah. And then you read the next part. Well, that so... nice dress in my wildest dreams. Yeah. How more? How much more obvious can you get? Yeah. Lipstick stains you left still on my sheets. I mean, again, lipstick stains. When I hear amazing eyes, quote unquote, it breaks my heart every time. She talked about his eyes so many times in songs. His eyes and his hair. That was like yep. the same thing. Yep. And then he says, is he holding you better at night? Is it me running into your mind? I still think about you all the time. Basically, like, I still think about you. I know you're with someone else, but, like, I still think about you all the time. I bet you still think about me all the time. Oh, yeah. The fact that this was, like, a leaked, unreleased song is just so interesting. Yes. Because it's almost like, why did this not get released? Yeah. Because it is clearly about someone. Yeah. Cough, cough, Taylor. <laughs> um, let's talk about the song From the Dining Table, which is also a Harry Styles song. And this is kind of Harry thinking back on the relationship, kind of thinking about Taylor. They haven't spoken in a while. And he misses her. And there's a few themes running through this one as well that we've seen throughout. Wake up alone in this hotel room. We haven't spoke since you went away. Comfortable silence is so overrated. Why won't you ever be the first one to break? Um, oh, I like this. Even my phone misses your call. By the way, maybe one day you'll call me and tell me that you're sorry too. So this relates back to I Wish You Would, where they both were wanted the other person to just make that move. Yeah. Like, you're outside my house, just make the move. Or like, I see you, just make the move. But this one's a little later on in the road. And they just are like, just call me. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, but I really wish you would. Yes. 
And then this next line is something we've talked about before, but he said, woke up the girl who looked just like you. I almost said your name. So he is oh like full on admitting that like he dates people that looks, looks like her. Yep. He's still thinking about her. He's still dreaming about her. He still misses her. Yeah. And something that if you're not, I wasn't personally familiar with some of these Harry style songs. I went and listened to them, obviously. But we're reading through the lyrics. You must go to our playlist and oh, yeah. listen to the songs because a lot of these last Harry songs we're talking about, they're full of like, they're very painful. Yeah. Like when he's singing them, like honestly, I can just picture him alone in his, you know, penthouse or wherever yeah. he lives and like, drunk and sad honestly yeah it's like the vibes that they give so he's like pretty heartbroken when he's singing these so satellite is also by harry and this one just gives off the vibe of he's wondering if taylor's okay i mean they haven't spoken in a while this song is pretty recent at least compared to like these some of the other ones so this is like really down the road you know, after their relationship. And yeah, he's like thinking about her kind of wanting to reach out, wishing he could be there for her, but knows that like, that's just yeah, not it's... part of their life anymore. Yeah, for sure. And he says, you got a new life. Am I bothering you? Do you want to talk? Which is so interesting because when he would have released this, like she would have been pretty deep in her relationship with joe yeah and so it's so interesting it is really interesting this part i don't know if you know this this song has a music video okay that's fairly new like apparently the song came out a little while ago and then the music video came out like down the line Uh well in the music video there is a it shows like a street Okay. With street signs, with like crossroads. Uh-huh. And so two streets in the signs. The street sign oh, names. No. Oh no. The street sign names are Eagles, which is a reference to where she's from, uh-huh. like the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And Gold Rush. Wait, what? I am not kidding you. Wow. Yeah. Like of anything <laughs> that he could have picked. You know there's no way that there's... I bet that's not... I bet it's, like, photoshopped. I don't know. Maybe it's rolled. That is so random. So did Satellite come out after Evermore, then? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So Evermore came out fall of 2020, (laughs) and then Satellite came out in, like, 2022. So, like, it it is absolutely... Like, he knew what he was doing. And... The cool thing about it, too, is that I watched the music video. It's kind of a weird music video. Okay. It's, it's like, <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, weird. It's, you know, like those robot vacuums. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Where are you going it's, with this? <laughs> I know. It's weird. Okay. okay. It is weird. It's this robot vacuum that's, like, Harry is, like, going on stage or something. He's, like, okay. in this room, like, before the show that's, like, dirty. He goes out on stage to sing. There's this robot vacuum <laughs> that like turns into like this Wally situation where it's like oh, this girl. robot with like 
And it's like driving around the world, like searching for its purpose or something. I don't know. I need to watch this. Literally now, the whole video is this robot thing, just like going around. But that at one point going through the red rock canyons and down the street. And this, I like, cause I had, I saw a picture, like a screenshot okay. of like the street signs, but then I actually went and watched the video. Yeah. It is like a split second that it shows it. Like it is super brief. And so it's very interesting that it was I like it. probably very, very, very intentional, but yeah. then it was also just like, if you catch it, you catch it. Yeah. If you don't, you don't. You don't. Kind of yeah. Thing interesting yeah wow i know okay our last song our last song here we go our last song is the one and this is off of folklore i'm not gonna lie when we put this one on the list i was kind of (laughs) hesitant if you don't know i'm like so um invested in like folklore and like the storyline that goes with folklore and she specifically said that folklore is an album that's like all like songs that aren't necessarily about her life and so anyways i was having a really hard time like convincing myself that the one is actually about like a real life person but i know that there's songs on folklore that are actually about things that pertain to her life so like And I think this is one that is not as obvious to me. And this is one I feel like just little bits. Yeah. Like she was writing the song, but she stole parts from her relationship with Harry. I don't know if it necessarily is like is fully about him or yeah. And it's funny because if you would have told me that this song was about Harry three or four weeks ago, yeah. I would have said, Laughed are face. you crazy? Absolutely not. Yeah. But now that we've learned all of this and when I listen to it, like I kind of can't ever listen to it the yeah. same again. It's crazy. It is. I mean, cause it just has a lot of the similar themes that we've been talking about. And I know like I'm taking roaring twenties to almost be their age yes i i had that was one thing i had always tried to understand about that song is like what that was in reference to and this is the first time there's been like a reference that makes sense yeah and so that was something that i was like okay like yes like i i okay let's i'll accept it (laughs) well and i think too we talked about this earlier i thought i saw you at the bus stop i didn't though Mm -hmm. that kind of has that same vibe from is it over now this one met some woman on the or meet some woman on the internet and take her home, which I always just want to sing it the way she does it on tour. Now. I know. Take her home. Um, that gives me Harry Styles vibes and the rose flowing with your chosen family. That really relates back to Maroon, where like your friend was the one giving us the wine, and that's like your chosen family or yeah. your friends. And then. Ugh. I persist and resist the temptation to ask you. Yeah. That line references so many things. References question. Now yeah. that we don't talk, it references <laughs> Is it over now? clean. Yeah. Like. So many things. So many things. And then if one thing had been different, would everything be different today? Yeah. What a crazy question to ask. Yeah. But it kind of encompasses 
all of the questions that she's asked. I mean, she has so many questions in all of her songs. But you think about it, if he had done one of those things mm-hmm. that she had mentioned in any of her songs, everything could have been different. Like, what if they were still dating? That would be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> um, I just, I'm like kind of obsessed now that I think of this song with Harry because it's so, like you said, with Maroon, it's kind of like a more, ma- not necessarily mature way, but just like a, this is a very after the fact yeah. song like she is over it oh you can clearly Does she tell. still have love for him i'm sure yeah she's totally past it yep but she's just kind of reminiscing because it was obviously like a huge part of her life yeah she's just reminiscing like it could have been fun yeah if you were the one. Oh yeah you know so i feel like that's a really good place to end that is a great place to end <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for chatting with us and going over all of these songs. It was a huge list. Yes. Like this was, we didn't realize the undertaking hit. No, we did not. Until we got started. And um, it's been so fun to talk about it in this order like this. And don't forget, we have that playlist linked for you with all these songs so that you can listen to them and really like understand everything better with each song yes all right well if you enjoyed this series or any of our other episodes if you will please leave us a rating and review on apple just let us know which episode you love or what you love about the podcast in general that would be awesome if you're listening on spotify just hit those five stars it helps a ton is it over now 